Sheila. And I'm Sarah. And welcome to season two of Pushing Pediatrics, an educational podcast for physical therapists created to help those studying for the Pediatric Certified Specialist exam and anyone else interested in learning more about pediatric physical therapy. Last year, our episodes were played over 10,000 times to help listeners like you crush the PCS exam, and they did. This year, you can expect more content and even more review to help you feel confident on test day. Let's not waste any more time. Time to study. Listener note, this podcast was created as an adjunct for those studying for the PCS exam. By no means do we guarantee that one will pass the exam solely by listening to this podcast. We encourage all those studying for the exam to put the appropriate time and effort into their studying using resources recommended by the ABPTS and the APTA. It is not allowed to discuss test content and we will not accept any questions related to test content. While we will do our best to provide the most accurate information, if you feel as though we have stated something that is incorrect, please contact us via Instagram or Facebook at Pushing Pediatrics or send us an email at pushingpediatrics at gmail.com. Last year, we did Fact Sheet Friday, where we summarized and highlighted important information from the APTA fact sheets. These fact sheets cover broad topics related to pediatric physical therapy and are a great resource to use in your studying. They're short, they're easy to read, and they cover a lot of topic areas. This year, most of our Fridays are going to be for cases from the Case Files book, but there are a few updated fact sheets that we didn't want to leave out. So today, we're bringing it back old school with Fact Sheet Friday. We mentioned this last year, but knowledge translation was definitely a new term to both Sheila and myself during our preparation for the PCS. It came up a lot, and it took us some time to really grasp the content. This was something that was on my daily study guide that I looked at every day. It is covered briefly in Campbell, but in May of 2022, the APTA released an updated fact sheet for it. Today, we will review the knowledge translation fact sheet. As always, see the episode notes for links to any resources we cover. So I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, why does this topic seem to be so challenging? And one of the reasons I think is because conceptually, it makes a lot of sense, right? Like what is knowledge translation? It's taking research that's good and quality, and that gives us some sort of new technique. And then it's implementing that in the clinic, right? That seems obvious. So I think that in my mind, I think I understood it because that connection seems obvious. I think what we need to remember when we're reading this content is that the way that they describe the knowledge translation is very specific. Like there's the knowledge to action cycle, which we're going to cover. And I think that that's what was challenging to me is that there was actually a really specific way recommended to implement research into practice. And you have to know those specifics. So it's not just like, duh, of course, if something looks really good in research, we should try to do that in practice. Yes, like you get that concept. But the important thing here is really understanding the specifics. 
I would have to agree with Sheila on that, that it was the steps to it that would trip me up and just trying to memorize the steps of it. What helped me was in the book, there was a really good example of, I can't remember, it had something to do with implementing a CPG, I think. And once I read through that and then applied it to those steps, I was able to remember the steps a lot better and it actually made more sense. But when I just looked at the steps, just, you know, as they were, it was like, oh my goodness, what is going on? I have to memorize all of this. Definitely. And there is an example in this fact sheet too. So people, when you go back and read it, there is another example. And I think that's true is how do we like look at this from a real world scenario really helps solidify the cycle. So what is knowledge translation? Anyone involved in pediatric therapy practice or the delivery of pediatric services need efficient methods to take research and use that research in the clinic, period. It is taking the best evidence and then using that appropriately. And as things change, as we learn more, we continue to adapt and change our practices. Applying new knowledge in practice is not one size fits all. We need to take the best evidence and plug it into the local context. This is how you are able to be effective. It is important, especially for a pediatric specialist, to provide appropriate and recommended care and avoid care of unknown or unproven value. Side note, this is a really important concept for this exam. This exam is focused on evidence-based medicine. You need to focus on that in preparation for this test. You might feel that NDT or DMI is a helpful tool for your toolbox, and it may be, but NDT is really coming up short in the research department. I go back to, it's not saying that it doesn't have clinical value or that you're not seeing results. It's just, you have to focus on what the purpose of this exam is, and that is going to help you answer the questions correctly. Okay, back to knowledge translation. Knowledge translation assists with facilitating the behavior change needed to support and sustain dissemination and implementation of new practices. The process model most commonly used in physical therapy research and practice is the knowledge to action framework, KTA. This fact sheet has a knowledge to action flowchart that is definitely a must know well. Put it on your master study guide. It outlines the action cycle. This is what Sarah Hett was just talking about. This chart is useful because users may begin their work at either knowledge creation or application, as well as within any of the starting points in each domain. Maybe you want to begin at the knowledge creation triangle, creating new research, asking a new question, or synthesizing what is already available in the literature to provide a clearer recommendation. Or maybe you want to begin in the action area and identify key messages to distill into specific knowledge translation products or tools. In this diagram, notice that the arrows are bi-directional. Some steps in the knowledge translation process may be repeated or revisited. Synthesized evidence is preferred and examples of synthesized evidence are found on the APTA Academy of Pediatric Physical Therapy 
or also known as APTA Pediatrics, and APTA websites and include clinical practice guidelines, best evidence summaries, systematic reviews, and meta-analysis publications. Knowledge translation is all about the process of deciding how to monitor and sustain knowledge use and to evaluate the outcomes at patient, clinician, and whole system levels. It is so important that we apply new information in a sustainable way. The fact sheet goes on to describe an application of knowledge translation, so we will let you review that. The fact sheet states that it has been suggested that the knowledge to practice gap can be up to 17 years. Yikes. The goal of knowledge translation is to help close this gap, affect behavior change, and improve the use of evidence-informed practice in pediatric physical therapy. The knowledge to action framework is one of many tools to maximize the use of evidence-informed practice and to provide the most efficient and effective services to children and their families. Be familiar with knowledge translation, especially the components of the knowledge to action cycle. All right. Thanks for listening. That is all for this short episode. We will see you next time. Thank you all so much for listening to Pushing Pediatrics. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Pushing Pediatrics. We would love to hear from you. So send us questions, suggestions, things you want to hear more of, and things you'd maybe want to hear less of. We will talk to you guys next time. And remember, you totally got it.